Welcome to the Personal Trainer Daily, episode three. I am your host, Chris Burgess. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate the time you're spending listening to me answer questions, pressing questions, hopefully answered in a rapid fire way that allow you to make daily bits of progress inside your fitness business. Today's question comes from Glenn Cooper, who is worried about a second lockdown in the UK. Well, certainly in England. I know that our friends in Scotland and Wales aren't yet currently opening their gyms at the time that this podcast goes out. I also know that in Australia and America, there are it's actually more normal to be closed than it is to be open. So for us in England to be open in any capacity at the moment, I do feel quite fortunate for, but I'm preparing to close again because I do think that on a regional level, there will be times whereby in the future we'll have to close. And it's a worry, but there are things we can do that are inside our control that will make the transition to go back to remote personal training that little bit easier. So here we go. I'm going to get straight into it. Here's the answer to Glenn Cooper's question. What can we do in order to prepare for a second lockdown so that we don't lose any more business? Okay, so uh, Glenn is is put in there that he's really worried about a second lockdown. Will his business survive? It's keeping him like very anxious and very worried. And I know there's a lot of people losing a lot of sleep over this. And actually, uh, the guys that I, and girls that I know in England that are coming back, they're actually worried to the same extent as our friends in Wales and Scotland who obviously haven't opened yet they're like well this goes on much longer will my business survive and the English trainers are in a case of if this goes a second lockdown will my business survive we are all still at the end of the beginning I keep saying this you have to trust me on this we're at the end of the beginning now in in into the the question that Glenn asked like what do I think is going to happen with the hospitality sector I am planning actively planning for a second lockdown in our area. I don't think we'll go for another three or four month one. I think we'll be locked down. Each area will go through a period of being locked down for like three to four weeks at a time, maybe six weeks. We have to plan for it. Now, as to whether or not your business will survive on the back of that is a very, very individual thing. The first thing you need to do is take as much emotion out of this as you possibly can. Glenn, look at your costings, look at how much you pay on rent, how much you pay on utilities, how much your kit leasing is. And that way, it gives you a factual look at how much the business needs to survive before the people costs. From a people perspective, which is you and cows, I'd be looking at your own personal costs. So rent or mortgage bills and things like that. And speak to your creditors and speak to your uh, accounts now. Just say, we feel this may happen. When it does, I want to have a system in place. So will your landlord have a rent-free period or a reduced rent period? Your utilities have to still offer uh, leniency in that respect. I'd half expect that your landlord or mortgage, I don't know if you've got a mortgage at home, will also do this. So you can bring your costs down very significantly. Now, the next stage to this is, I do feel, and I've mentioned this on the live stream earlier uh, last week, or back last week. I don't know which one it is. Let's just say last week. I believe firmly that every single personal trainer, whether you're in England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, Zanzibar, America, wherever it may be, should still be investing hard in your skills as a remote personal trainer. Because look, it's gonna, it's almost certainly going to come. Now, what I firmly believe with it when it comes to remote personal training is that we're in this 
situation whereby a lot of clients are experiencing Zoom fatigue. They are sick to death of doing remote personal training for the most part. If they naturally want to be around people and be in the presence of people, they're going to be getting close to being sick to death of Zoom. We've noticed a drop-off. Everybody's noticing a drop-off. And in that respect, I think the way in which you can make online personal training or remote personal training a little bit novel, create a challenge, uh, adjust your programming, adjust the way the session delivered, maybe look at the technology. If you're looking at those things, if we can make it exciting whilst phasing it out, people will be more happy to go back to it if it's got to come back. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do. But also, I think that if we're locked down as a gym perspective, I think it may, a gut feel is that we may be done in reverse order. So reverse order means that obviously we were allowed to do remote personal training, then outdoor personal training, then slightly larger groups, then gyms reopened. I think it will be gyms closed. We're allowed to do outdoor training. Outdoor training stopped. We can do remote PT. That's what we'll do. But again, another element of this is that just because we're in lockdown, even we've got to go back to homes, People still need to know that their health and fitness goals matter. People still need to feel like you're like you're completely on top of their health and fitness goals. So, Glenn, there's so much in this. You've got the business operations side. Look at your costings and speak to your creditors now. Then you've got the component of are you investing in the way you deliver online personal training and remote personal training? And then the third component to it is speak to your members. Plan for it. Actively plan. Let's have a fictitious situation. We've told in three weeks' time, we've got to have a localized lockdown around the COV area. What would you like to see better than before offer now that we didn't before? How do you believe we can do our jobs better than before? You'll keep people that way. It might, you look, you might still lose members. Like, this, like you may still be like leaking members out of the business, but it will plug it a little bit. It will stem the flow. All of us are in this now. Like I say, we're at the end of the beginning. I believe we're in for a very tough 18 months. I'm going to add a little bit to this. And I always worry about saying things like this because it makes it sound like I don't. That I'm going through on a, from a PT client perspective, from a gym owner perspective, I'm going through this just equally as hard as everyone else. But I would rather my gym closes than other local industries where our clients' money is at stake. There's no point, if if there's a choice between other elements of hospitality, other service elements closing or my gym closes, I would almost rather my gym closed so that my members' careers and revenue streams are protected. I can make the best of a bad situation I really can when it comes to delivering to paying clients. But if certain businesses in our area go under, Glenn, we are fucked. We're in a big lot of trouble. So my feeling is, mate, we need to look at this. Like, Take the emotion out of it. You need to look at business costs, personal costs. You need to look at investment into online and remote personal training services. You need to speak to your clients. What can we do better than before? You also need to do almost like a census of where do your members work? What industries are they in? What risks are involved in those industries? How many of your members are on furlough? And how do you protect their ability to pay you? There's an awful lot of business work to be done there, my man, that I think if you do it and do it well, 
your levels of anxiety will decrease because you're planning appropriately for it. And you're starting to like take away the emotion and you're building in fact. When we work with fact, we always work better. 